Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about the reward of self-development. This is a teaching podcast as always, so go and grab your Bibles and take some copious notes. Got a really good show for you today. As always, we want to start out our show with a quote of the day. And it goes like this. Jesus said that offenses will come. So when they do, why are we so offended? Let's look here at Colossians chapter three. This is going to be my launching pad for today. Colossians chapter three. And we're going to look at two verses, 23 and 24. This is really good. Notice what it says. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. That was so good. I got to say it again. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Let me pause right there because I think this is really profound. Whatever you do, people. Work at it with all your heart. Are you doing that today? Have you done that in your life at all as it relates to the things of God? Notice what it says. As working for the Lord. Here's another question. Do you know who you are working for? Do you really truly understand? Do you have a revelation? Do you have some insight really about who you are working for? Not for human masters. You don't work for human masters. I think we get this thing confused. Since you know that you will receive. Look at that. You will receive. This is not a maybe, might, I'm not sure. No ambiguity there. You will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. This scripture here really has changed my life. I've been saved over 30 years. Church seemingly is all that I know. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the reality is I've seen people walk away from the church simply because they just could not handle people. They just didn't like people. Whatever the case may be, it's been too many things that I've seen over the years, and it would take too much time to talk about it on this show. But one of the things that have kept me grounded over these years is that I had to truly get a revelation who I was working for, because I realized it is not easy working with the saints. It's not easy working with church folk. But one of the things we got to understand is just because somebody is saved, that doesn't mean they don't have issues. We all have issues. We all have proclivities. We all have imperfections. This is why we need Jesus 
This is why we continue to have to strive to work together with people, even though we may be on a higher level than them spiritually. But the reality is we all need work. But it seems to me that people don't have any grace for the things that they want them or others to have grace for them. And the thing of it is, is that when we really look deeply into this thing, that if the screen would really come down on our life and everybody would see some of the things that we're dealing with and struggling with on a day-to-day basis, we would run and hide. We would dig a hole in the earth and never come out. But this scripture here is priceless. And I want you to read it over and over again so that it can really get into your spirit because this will prevent you from walking away from God. This will prevent you from giving up on people. See, we can quote a scripture, but do you really have it inside? And are you practicing it? Are you working this passage? Because this thing, I'm going to tell you something. People have given up too soon. And when you give up too soon, you walk away from your inheritance. How many blessings have you walked away from simply because you couldn't look past the person that you were serving and understand that I'm really serving for God? I'm really doing this for the Lord. And he said right here in this passage, he will reward. He will pay. And can I tell you something about God? He pays well and he gives bonuses and he gives raises and he gives promotions. Come on. And he gives payback with back pay. Everything about working for God is not easy when you're dealing with people. But in the end, you will receive your just reward. And so today I want to talk about the reward of self-development because I want you to begin to develop yourself. Now, we know that we have people that can work with us. We know people that can help us. But I want you to begin to help yourself. I was talking with a friend of mine who's a pastor and he was sharing this with me. And I don't know if you agree, but I also want to share this as well as I give you these eight principles that I think will really help you to self-develop and move into some things in God. He was sharing with me that after COVID, obviously things have changed, but he said that he doesn't believe that pastoring, the people don't want it the way that they did before. You know, people look at a pastor, especially someone who is there with the sheep all the time. They don't want to be smothered. They don't want to be fathered. They don't want it the way that they did before. You know, people would put pastors on pedestals. Sometimes a pastor would put himself on a pedestal. All of that we know is wrong. And so it seems like people have woken up to the reality that we don't want it the way we did before. We want a mentor. We want a seer. We want a prophet. We want a guide. We want somebody to just say some things to us, give us some suggestions, and just leave us alone. Now, I will say that the way that we pastor, we must constantly stay with the Holy Spirit and really do it the way that he wants us to do it. But to say that what we do is unnecessary is simply not true. And he didn't necessarily tell me that what we do is not true. We just need to change some things. I'm not sure really what people want today. This is why I always try to stay tethered to the spirit of God so he can tell me and show me how to do what he's called me to do and make those modifications as the spirit of God really gives it to me. 
But one of the things I want to do today is walk alongside you and tell you some things you could do, not things you should do. I'm going to say that to you again because there's a difference. I want to tell you some things you could do, not what you should do. I want you to be able to make the determination of what you should do. But I want at least to give you some things that you could do, that you can do to really bring yourself into this thing called self-development. The scripture does say that we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. There's a lot of things that we simply don't know and we are really being destroyed and we are really letting go of the rope because we just don't know some things. I want you to know some things that you can do, some things you could do to make your situation better. Don't wait on anybody to come alongside and help you. I want you to help yourself. Help yourself. Do yourself a favor and help yourself. So here's the eight things that I want to give you. Number one, I want you to begin. These are something that you can do to hone your skills and increase your knowledge. Whatever it is that you do. Remember the scripture did say here in Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. I want you to hone your skills and do it with all of your heart. Don't have heart. Don't have do anything when it comes to the things of God. And don't have do anything when it comes to you getting better at skills and crafts. God wants to promote you, but he doesn't want to promote anybody that's lazy. He doesn't want to promote anybody that won't work on their skills, that won't work on their craft. Whatever it is, maybe you say, Pastor D, I don't know what my craft is. I don't know what my skill is. Well, you need to start talking to God about these things. You need to get hungry and desperate and spend some time with the Lord and let him reveal to you what your skills are what your craft is. And when you know what it is, hone in on it. See, David was a master at playing that harp. Look at that. Look at it in your Bible. Read it. Find it in your Bible. It's there. I would give the scripture, but I don't want to make things easy for you today. I always tell people, we want the chapter. We want the verse. We want this. We want that. But I want you to search out the scripture and find where David was skilled and excellent and playing that harp. He was magnificent. Scripture even talks about how that when uh, King Saul had evil spirits, they called for David to drive out the evil spirits that Saul was dealing with because David was a master and he honed his craft. He worked at it until he was the best there was in that day. Those are the things that you can do so that you can be rewarded. So when it comes time for God to pluck you out, when it comes time for God to promote you, when it comes time for God to put you in front of great men, you have worked your craft so that you have increased in your skill base and you have increased in your knowledge. Number two, something you can do. You can read extensively. In other words, Bring books and magazines and things that are worth reading when you're running errands. Maybe you have children and you're dropping them off at basketball practice or 
football practice or uh, maybe your daughters are a part of cheerleading or whatever the case may be and you have 30 minutes or an hour to kill some time, that's a great opportunity to begin to read and get information. Travel with the ebook reader. In other words, get yourself in a habit of any kind of downtime that you have when you're moving about through your city or your state or your neighborhood and you know you're just going to be sitting still. Don't always reach for your phone and look at social media. This is an opportunity where you can start developing yourself since you know that God will reward you when you do. I set targets. Start setting some targets for yourself, like reading 50 pages a day or finishing a book a week or joining a club. We have to get information inside of us. If your dreams were locked up in a book and you don't like to read, this is one of the reasons why your dreams haven't come to pass. If your dreams were in a book and you had to read it to get the dream out and do it, many of us wouldn't even get that book open. It's dusty. It's on a shelf. I want you to switch up and change the day. And listen, you don't even have to read books today. You can listen to them. You have no excuse. I want you to consider this because I think this is wonderful and it will change your life. Number three. I can go back to school or I can take some courses online. Watch this. I can even ask my employer about their educational benefits. For those of you that are working a full-time job, ask your job. Do they have an educational benefit program? This is something you can do. I'm trying to help you to self-develop. Don't wait for HR. Don't wait for them to send a memo and email to tell you what they have. Many people are working jobs with great benefit packages and have no idea that they have something regarding education to help you self-develop. Another thing, you can finish your college degree. You can get some audit classes. In other words, there's some things that you have left half eaten, half done. You can go back to school, man. You only got 12 credits to go, five credits to go, two semesters to go. Come on. I want to push you today. I want to help you get the bat off your shoulders again, because sometimes after you get married, you have kids, you just don't have the energy. But I want to push you and help you to see that if you would just finish that degree, if you would just go back to school, if you would just push yourself, you can get those rewards. You can earn professional certificates. Maybe that's something you can do at your job. Maybe you say right now you don't want to go back to school, but you can get a professional certificate a weekend class can get you that professional certificate. That could be the difference between $5,000 raise or $15,000 raise. That could be the difference between staying where you are or getting that promotion. That could be the difference of moving from here to there. It's in your hands. The ball is in your hands. So we got to do something with it. Or study subjects for your own gratification. You know, man, people pay for knowledge. People are paying for knowledge. You know why? Because people are lazy. They don't want to get it themselves. 
Don't you be that kind of person. Be the kind of person that people will seek you out for knowledge. Watch this and charge them for it. I just gave you a business. Trust me. People don't want to look on the Internet. The Internet is right there. They don't want to look on the Internet. They don't want to research anything. But you could be that person. You could create your own research business and help people find things that they are just too lazy to do for themselves. I'm talking about the reward of self-development. Here's point number four. I practice what I learn. I'm going to say that again. I practice what I learn. Watch this. The goal of the Christian life is not just what you know, but it's what you can do. And there's so many people that don't practice what they preach. I find that to be really disturbing in our Christian faith. Jesus practiced what he preached. He wasn't just talking about it. He was living it. We're talking about self-development here. If you want to really go from where you are right now to places that you never could dream you could go, you got to start doing something. You can't just read the scripture and just think about it. That's part of it. Meditating is part of it. But after you've meditated, God is looking at you and saying, well, when you going to do it? In other words, you have to learn how to apply the lessons to your daily life. As a pastor, I lament the fact that many times I've preached and I've studied and prepared to give a lesson to the people of God. They're not writing it down. They bring no notepads. They're just looking. They're just listening. But can I tell you something? The older you get, you have to write some things down. I would say even if you're young, you got to write some things down. Writing things down reinforces what the preacher is saying to you, what anyone is saying to you. And when you write it down, it's a, it's a sign of respect to God that you plan on doing it. Do you go to the store? Do you shop? You write a list. Why? Because you plan on buying that chicken. You plan on buying those grocery products. You plan on buying certain things when you're going to the market. It's the same way with the things of God. Are you truly serious about the things that you say you are? We have to learn how to apply wisdom knowledge, understanding. We got to learn how to apply biblical things. We got to learn how to apply skills. These are the things that we have to do. Another thing you could do is experiment with new things. Try new things that you've been wanting to do. Change up, switch up. Maybe you don't like this. You can discover that. Maybe that wasn't for you. Maybe this is. Always be the kind of person. I don't care how old you are, how old you'll get. Always be the kind of person that can say, you know what? This may be of interest to me. Let me try it. It's nothing wrong with trying things. This is how you really discover the will of God for your life. I'm going to say that again. People don't, know, people don't understand how the will of God works. It's not automatic. I wish it was, because if it was automatic, everybody would be doing it. You have to discover the will of God. That means you're going to have to try some things, do some things. This is how you find out where your grace is. This is how you find out where your assignment is. This is how you find out where your gifting is. This is where you find out if this is something you want to do. You have to try 
some things. You've got to practice what you learn. Point number five, I build a strong and diverse network. It's strong and it's diverse. In other words, you can talk with others about their areas of expertise. You can collaborate with partners who complement your strengths. In other words, you can also find a mentor or a guide through different stages and areas of your life. But may I say this to you? You cannot walk this life alone. God has what? Eight billion people on the planet. You can't tell me that there's not a network that you can become a part of, a church, a mentoring group, a small group connection where people are doing life together. This is what we got to understand. We need to be doing life with other people. And you have to discern that as well. But the Holy Spirit will give you the discernment to show you and tell you where you fit. And in this group, you'll find a horn of cornucopia of things and advice and wisdom and knowledge and things that can be given to you as you are giving things to a particular group so that you can self-develop, so that you can grow up. So that and see, remember, I keep saying self-develop because you're going to have to do this yourself. Nobody's going to knock on your door and tell you they want you to be a part of their group. No church is going to bring church to your couch. That's not how this goes. If you want to become better, you're going to have to get up from where you are and get connected There's a power in connection. There's an anointing in a connection. I always say, whatever you connect to, you most certainly will become. Number six, I teach others. This is a great way to reinforce what you know. Tell somebody else. We really have a problem with that. And it really aggravates me. Excuse me, y'all. It really does. If something is working for us, we don't tell anybody. And we wonder why God don't bless us because he just don't trust us. Whatever it is that you know, tell somebody. God has to be able to trust us. That's a perfect way for God to trust you and for you to give back to other people. Teach others what you know. Explain what you know because it helps to identify gaps and reinforce your own understanding. This is how you do it. In other words, reach out to young people if you are in your 40s and 50s. Reach out to an 18-year-old and teach him some things, a 20-year-old, and impart some wisdom and knowledge and understanding into them so that they won't make the mistakes that you made. Remember now, we're talking about self-development. This is how you grow. This is how you expand. This is how you blow up. This is how your mindset increases because you're going to teach other people. You're going to help them. Another thing you can do in this uh, point number six, you can welcome feedback. We don't like that. We don't like feedback. We don't like criticism of any kind. But see, it's criticism and feedback that helps you to do better. If you continue to do the same thing, you're not getting no results. you got to ask yourself, could I have done this better? Am I missing something? Somebody can tell me something that I need to know. So welcome feedback from other people and ask their input. And watch this and be open minded. Don't be closed minded. 
If they don't tell, if they tell you they didn't like your show, if they tell you they didn't like what you did, if they tell you could have done it a different way, don't get upset about that. I welcome feedback from my podcast because I want to become better. I want to do it in a way that is helping people. So maybe I need to consider this. Maybe I need to consider that. See, when you mature, that tells God that you're developing and it tells you you're developing. So we have to get to a place where we're not so closed minded and we're not so upset when somebody says to us, and yay, I tell you a more excellent way that you can do some of the things that you're doing. Number seven, I set challenging goals. Yeah, I love a challenge. I set some goals that will challenge me, challenging goals. We have to set these things, put them on your wall, put them on a a, a card, uh, write it in your phone, uh, put it, put a notepad or something around your house where you can look at these goals so you can constantly be challenged. Uh, don't stay in the same rivers and lakes that you used to. There's an ocean out there. There's a bigger field of influence out there. Always be challenging yourself. Go outside of your comfort zone. Take the first step to challenge your own progress. Talk to yourself. That's what I do. I say, Deloach, this ain't good enough. I'll say, Deloach, we need to be doing better. Come on, let's not be lazy today. Let's get up. Let's get moving. We ain't feeling sorry for ourselves today. You got to challenge your own self. Remember I told you, Nobody's coming to your house to do this. You waiting and waiting and waiting. And here's my question. What are you waiting for? You have to remember now, these are rewards if you are willing to self-develop. And when you do this, man, you're going to start feeling motivated and you're going to start feeling inspired. There's nothing like motivation and inspiration. We all need it. And you got everything you need. And you know where it is? Right on the inside of you. It's not outside of you. We are tricked and duped into thinking that what we need is outside of us. No, that's not what God does. He puts everything you need inside of you. You just got to know how to get it out. You just got to know how to call it forth. You just need the spirit of God to show you where those mysteries, those jewels, those pearls, those diamonds are inside of you. Do it today. Set some challenging goals. And finally, number eight, I limit distractions. Oh, man, I'm going to say that again. I limit distractions. In my opinion, it's distractions that's retarding your self-development. We are just too distracted. When I'm riding in my car, I'm looking around, I'm looking at people, most folks on their phone. They either texting, they talking, they just distracted. And do you know that's the wrong time to be texting when you're on your phone? A cat, a dog, a person can run out in the street in a split second. You got to focus, man. That's why so many accidents, that's why our uh, car insurance is sky high, because there are so many distractions. People are distracted, watch this, with nothing. Some of this stuff that they are distracted by is not helping them to self-develop. 
So you've got to limit your distractions. This is something you can do. You can manage your time. Be a good time manager. You got to be able to tell yourself, okay, I've watched too many episodes of this show and I've been sitting on this couch laying in my bed for two hours. You haven't gotten it. You haven't read a book. You haven't wrote, written down a dream. You haven't planned. You haven't strategized. You haven't done anything. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching TV. I do. But I can't watch it all day. And neither can you. Turn the TV off so you can work on your hobbies. So you can work on your craft. So you can get your knowledge base expanded. So you can make a connection. Look, we got all this time that we say that we don't have. People are always talking about how busy they are. But the real issue is they're just distracted. They're limited. And before you know it, I'm telling you, man, those hours turn into days. Those days turn into weeks and those weeks turn into months. And eventually those months turn into years. And before you know it, because you didn't manage your time, because you didn't limit your distractions, because you didn't turn off the TV, now you are further behind. But you got to get up today and do something about it. Cut down on unimportant commitments. Some of these commitments are unimportant. It's draining your time, your energy. It's sapping you of the vitality that you could actually give to your calling that you can give to the thing that you know God has called you to do. Anytime God has called you to something, you're going to have to separate, you're going to have to sacrifice, and you're going to have to steal away and give some dedication and commitment to God and timed worked in that thing in order for you to get the reward that God has for you. But I'm telling you, it is worth it. And stay dedicated, stay persistent, and stay consistent. And trust me, if you begin to do these eight things that I offered you, that I said you can do, not you should do, I want you to know it'll change your life. I'm working these things in my life. Everything that I share with you on these episodes, especially things regarding biblical principles and steps and strategies, I am doing them. I'm working them with you. You're not by yourself. So I want you to keep going, keep building and know again, as the scripture said, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Keep this in your heart. Trust me, it will manifest and pay you back. God always does and he keeps his promises. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this blessed you. If it did, send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Give me some feedback and let me know this show blessed you or some areas that you would like to hear from me on certain subjects and topics, email me today. Finally, go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. Go there today. If you're a first-time listener, God bless you. So glad to have you today. Go there. Learn a little bit about me, my advocacy, things that uh, you don't know about me. Let's connect, man. Let's hook up so that I can tell you, impart some things to you that can really change your life. Get up today and do something. Be productive. 
I'm praying for you as always. And remember to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.